Jerry, here's the money. Oh, no, no, you can do better than that, Jerry. I want you to say it with you with me then, brother. Hey, I got Bob Sugar on the other line. I better hear you say it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Show you the money. Not, not show you. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yes. Louder. Show me the money. That's it, brother, but you got to yell that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. Congratulations, you're still my agent. Hello and welcome to season two, episode four of the John and Mark cast, otherwise known as the Jam cast. And with me, as usual, is Jono. Hello, Jono. Can you hear me? Is that is that what it stands for, John and Mark? Is it? That's it, by Jam. Okay, never. I never knew that. We're the Jam. Are we the Jam? We Fuck are. Right. Hell. How are we getting on? Not bad, by yourself. Not too bad. You're still homeschooling, are you? Are you homeschooling? Still home. <laughs> <laughs> Still homeschooling, lad. Uh, only maths. Only maths, yeah. Yeah, I don't get asked about anything else. Because you're brilliant uh, at everything else, is it? She's brilliant at everything else. Aye. Yeah, absolute legend. So the missus gets asked about Irish, and I get asked about maths. Aye. That's As fair I, I think I said last week, she asked me about Irish there, and I had the fucking Scooby, like. It's crazy, man. So we just stay away from that subject from now on, you know? But she hadn't a clue in school, never mind fucking no. That is a fact, Mark. Fuck's sake. It wouldn't have ever been my favourite subject in school, Irish. I did okay at it, like, but it wouldn't have been my favourite, you know? Yeah, my oral, I was uh, talking to your man about the Beatles. Your man was a big Beatles head, you know? I go away. That's all I was saying, was like, ta, she, fucking, yesterday. <laughs> Shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Just up a load of bollocks. Fucking worked, I know. Ta, yesterday, uh, a song on a good. That's Irish, man. It's Irish, right, not trying to go. <laughs> <laughs> So he must got top back, so if he was a Beatles fan, did you? Ah, fuck it. I got, I got a pass anyway. Yeah, Jesus, that's all you can ask for that. That's all you need, like. That's all you need, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We did the old thing. I did French in school, as well as Irish. The old oral fucking exams and getting one confused for the other. I think everyone does that today. I don't know. Everyone be talking French inside in their oral and oral Irish to be getting confused in both subjects. It's like you last week, is it with your name? Yeah, John McPell John. That's my name, Miss John in Irish. <laughs> Come here, Mark. Yes, uh, sir. Happy Groundhog Day. Oh, yeah. October the 2nd. Uh, February the 2nd, even. What did I say? October. Oh, sure. 1992. <laughs> yeah. Punk Phil. He'll be out looking for his shadow today, will he? That's it, by, uh, Seems like Groundhog Day every day anyway, doesn't it? Fucking is, lad. Wake up, do the same thing. Turn on the laptop. Work from home. You still working from home? Same thing every day, lad. I still working from home, <laughs> Mark, imagine. <laughs> Do you know, the guy that played, you know this, Mac, but thousands of our fans probably don't know it. The guy who played Ned, Ned Ryerson in the movie. Yeah, I don't know what his name is, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, his real name is um, Stephen Tobolowski. Do you remember the band Talking Heads? I do. They had a song called Radio Head. It was written about Stephen Tobolowski. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. He co-wrote a movie that the song was um, written for by Talking Heads. He was a bit of a writer back in the day. And he was friends with... Um, What's your man's name? Burn. 
Yeah. David Byrne. David Byrne. Yeah, so the, he wrote a song about him. And that song was called Radiohead, and that's where Radiohead got their name from. Yeah, I knew they got this from a Talking Head song, right? I didn't know yeah. that, though. What's the movie? I don't know. I did know, I just didn't write it down here. <laughs> that's interesting, though. Yeah. Happy Groundhog Day. Can you say Happy Groundhog? What is it? If he sees his shadow, then it's going to be an early spring or something, is it? Yes, or it's the other way around or something. Another fucking six weeks of winter or something. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's exactly what it is, yeah. An early spring or a longer winter. Good movie, though. Brilliant, yeah. One of my favourites. One of your favourite actors. Mark. Yes, sir. Did you hear that uh, Bebo's making a comeback? I heard that, yeah. Do you remember Bebo? Barely, I wasn't on it. No. I don't even think I had a phone back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was massive with our teenagers in the mid mid 2000s so that definitely ruled us out yeah it showed up on the homepage the other day it said coming soon Bebo's making a comeback in February 21 as a brand new social network it started in 2005 and ran until it went bankrupt in 2013 well it was huge like, wasn't it? it was fucking massive lad. I suppose that's all that was that was back then wasn't it? it's kind of the first one like, that. yeah one of the first big ones it was bought by Amazon in 2019 so I'd say they're going to pump massive money into it I say this because uh, a lot of the other media is now are kind of getting a little bit, you know... Toxic. Toxic. But no, but they're like keeping people quiet and all that. What's that, what's that called? Censorship. Yeah. Do you know, they're getting heavy on censorship, like. Yeah, maybe I mean, so, if you could yeah. kick the fucking president of the United States out of a thing, like. That know? is... That's a lot of power, yeah. like. That That is a lot of power, yeah. Then again, he... he yeah, we won't say anything about that. <laughs> some Trump fans listening there. Apparently, Mark, in, in Bebo, that uh, one of the major... Uh, parts of it was your top 16 friends yeah how would they came as a random number like 16 I don't know but you can rank your friends every day or every week depending how much they fucking were nice to you or how much they pissed you off and that's a bit dangerous isn't it that's, that's, that's fucking bad enough in itself fucking hell I'd say they probably won't bring that back <laughs> I should be checking every week then on, other, on your friends pages and see where you came on that and you'll be going fuck I dropped 6 or 7 places there what the fuck did I do that bastard yeah fucker <laughs> <laughs> There was um, whiteboards on your Bebo page as well, Mark, that you could draw on, yeah. on, on your friends. So <laughs> just give a wild, <laughs> just give a wild like, guess there. What do you think the most drawn item oh, was? Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. Was it like two roundy things and one big, long, roundy thing in the middle of them? Yeah. Funny you used to say that. That's exactly <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> It'd be probably what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's massive up to 2013. Then Facebook came along and... Um, all the users from Bebo and MySpace switched over to Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Traitors. Pure traitors, but it's obviously a lot better, I suppose. You know, it got it got massive. Like, gotta hear Facebook. Oh Jesus, I hate it myself. The only thing is about all our social media, Facebook is where we get the most responses from. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I suppose right. Facebook is actually people you know, like we are on Twitter. We have a massive following, and it's nearly all other podcasters. Yeah. Who don't it's listen like- to podcasts anyway. It's like a family, you know. It is like a family, yeah. And and it, like Twitter's great for that kind of thing. They'll if we put up a post, they'll retweet it and it get more coverage, you know. Like advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but as regards getting listeners, you don't get many listeners off Twitter. That's the wild podcast. I, like I don't listen to fucking that many podcasts. We're all trying to promote each other, but none of us are listening. Exactly. To you. Yeah. And you're only promoting each other to each other. Yeah. Which is grand too. You might get a few listeners out of it too, you know. But well, we have thousands. Know, what I know, Shambo. Thousands. Oh, that we could have more. Could always want more, Mark. You know. I know. 
There's a saying about social media, Mark. Facebook is where you lie to your friends, but Twitter is where you tell the truth to strangers. Yes. That makes a lot of sense when you think about it, like, isn't it? Yeah. Like people out in the pub saying nothing to each other on night, is it? And taking a, a picture of them yeah. and them all smiling and Yeah, we talked about that last week, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Fake. Fake book. You know, 44% of Americans get their daily news from Facebook, Mark. Ah, fuck off. That's worrying, like, isn't it? It is, isn't Nearly it? half of all Americans get their news from Facebook. Jesus. Yeah. Scary stuff. The average number of friends that people have on Facebook is 250, Mark. We've got 300. I was just going to say, is that so a lot? We're doing, we're doing all right, like 300 friends on Facebook. Fucking all right, now. It's obviously not a lot in the great scheme of things, but we're above average, anyway, Mark. Ooh. <laughs> Would you be happy to be uh, described as above average, Mark, you would? Oh, yeah. There you are, no. Take everything. Happy out, so. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, Mark, the first tweet ever sent was sent by the Twitter CEO, Jack Darcy, on the 21st of March, 2006. And it read, just setting up my Twitter, he spelled it T-W-T-T-R. That was one of the names it was going to be called first. Along with uh, Friendstalker and Jitter, there were other names uh, considered. His Friendstalker is a bit dark, isn't that, it? That he's dark, yeah. He doesn't give, send out a good message, like, I'm going to join this app here, it's called Friendstalker. <laughs> and on the same day then, the co-founder Christopher Stone tweeted, um, having some flowery orange Pico tea and feeling pains in my back. They were his first two tweets. Fuck, it's bizarre. Bizarre. They were just trying it out and sending out any old thing, you know. And since then, there are 500 million tweets sent out every day worldwide, marked by over 330 million users. Back in it. Massive, like, isn't it? They done all right, sir. Doing all right. I think there's 1.3 billion Twitter accounts, but over half of those have never, ever sent a tweet. So they're just doing the old stalking in the background, like, you know. Yeah, but Twitter is more like kind of news and current affairs kind of thing, like, you know. Yeah, but I suppose like if you're following someone like I don't know a band or something, you'd be interested. Yeah, in seeing like what music now and sports. Yeah. yeah, all that kind of thing. I suppose you don't have to tweet either. I suppose I won't be tweeting either if I wasn't tweeting about the podcast. You know. Yeah. Can you guess the most liked tweet of all time, Mark? What it is? Fucking hell! Some no. massive things have happened over the years. Are you having a clue? <laughs> I know it's hard <laughs> to guess because there's so many fucking things. Could be about a big massive sporting occasion. It could be about the Olympics. Do you know there's some massive things happening but it wasn't is it political no it's not you think it might be as well you could be thinking about Donald Trump and stuff but the announcement of the death of Chadwick Boseman yeah do you know him Black Panther oh yeah 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 What's the that? tweet announcing he, his death um, has been liked seven and a half million times to date fucking hell yeah in the great scheme of things you wouldn't think that's a lot you know you'd think there might be other accounts with fucking massive um, likes but that is actually as of today, that's the most liked uh, tweet of all time. Yes. Hmm. On to Instagram there, Mark. On July 16th, 2010, a picture of a stray dog standing next to a taco stand was uh, posted by the co-founder of uh, Instagram, Kevin Seistrom. That was 2010, imagine. It's gone 11 years. Fucking hell. Yeah. At the time, Instagram was known as Codename, because obviously they hadn't set it up, but they just set it up as that originally, and it was released to the public three months later. The most popular post on Instagram, Mark, was... Um, Posted by Kylie Jenner of a picture of her daughter, February 2018. Jeez. But that was surpassed by a picture of just throw something really random out there because it is random. <laughs> an a object. Picture. An, an everyday object, not of a person. A spoon with honey on it. Very close, Mark. It's a picture of an egg. Some guy put it out there for the crack and it's become the most um, liked Instagram post of all time with 54.8 million likes. For the crack, huh? I see what just, you did there. Hey, very good, Mark. Huh? 
That's You're mad, a funny no? old York, aren't you? Huh? Hey, hey, see what you did there again. Hey, hey. Just see that, did you? <laughs> Ex- extraordinary. Extraordinary, Mark. That's a cracking joke, like. So that's just a little um, insight into social media there for you, Mark. That was very good, John. Thank you very much. Very interesting, as usual. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Mark. Yes, John. Do you know when you open your Google app on your phone before you go searching for something and it has a load of suggestions down long? I do. Underneath. Yeah. It always comes up the same as obviously stuff you were interested in you searched for before. Or sometimes it's what's current at the moment or something. Yeah, quite possibly as well. What comes up on my nose is the football team I like to support. Um, oh, yeah? Springsteen, obviously. And a lot of Beatles for, for some reason. I just I'm sure, you're a mad Beatles fan, aren't you? Avid? Apparently so. Google The Google ag- algorithm thinks I am, anyway. Uh, one of the Beatles a- articles uh, popped up the other day, Mark. It was about a song called Dear Prudence. You may have yeah. heard of it. I have. White album. It's from the White, White album, 68, isn't it? It was basically um, telling the story behind the song. Um, you obviously know this, but I'm going to tell our, our, our many listeners. It was written during their trip to India in uh, early 68, I think. And it was written about uh, Prudence Farrow, the sister of Mio Farrow, who was there as well. Correct. So she went out to India to practice uh, transcendental meditation as a result of highly disturbing experiences on LSD. Oh, my word. That's why she went out to get a bit of help. When she was out done, she became obsessed with meditation and refused to come out of her bungalow between classes, you know. She just took herself away and hid, hid away and just constantly just meditated over and over again. So when they were out there, they were in um, in teams. So in a team at Prudence Farrow was uh, John Lennon and George Harrison. So they tried to coax her out of her bungalow in the even time to experience the beauty of their surroundings. And uh, you may not agree, Matt, but I think the song, maybe that's the beauty, but it's full of really simple lyrics like, Open up your eyes and see the sunny skies. Oh, I think it's a great song. I love it. Won't you come out to play? The sun is up, the sky is blue, it's beautiful, and so are you. Beautiful. Beautiful, Max. So simple, but so beautiful. Uh, complicated chords, huh? It's a tricky one. Really complicated. Yeah. The singer-songwriter Donovan was out there as well at the time, and he taught uh, John Lennon uh, playing technique. Do you know what it's called? Finger-picking? Uh, Claw-hammer picking, it's called. Oh, yeah, so he taught him that and John Lennon, he, he picked it up really quickly in two days. So he actually uses that technique on the song. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. I hadn't heard it in years. So I put it on Spotify the other night. Just have a quick listen to let it fucking... Uh, Susie and the Banshees do a good cover of it. They do actually, yeah. It's a good cover. Yeah. It's yeah. very much like the original, like, but it's good. It's very good. Uh... Good song. Leading on from that in Mac of another one there, it's uh, linked to the Beatles as well. It's uh, Layla by Derek and the Dominoes. Oh, yeah. Eric You're Clapton. Familiar with the song, great, great tune, yeah. It's uh, written by Eric Clapton about the wife of George Harrison at the time, Patty Boyd. And Clapton uh, first met her in the sixties, and he he fell in love with her. He did. He, he wanted her, but she wouldn't leave him. She wouldn't leave uh, Harrison to be with him. And uh, he said that he he wrote his own songs about her, Harrison. He wrote his own songs about Patty Boyd as well. Yes, something you know, something something in the way. One yeah. of her big hits, like. Yeah, but well, George uh, wrote that, he did. He did, yeah. And I Need You and For You Blue. They were all songs about Paddy Bide. Yeah, Jesus. By the Beatles. But Clapton was inspired by a poem called The Story of Layla and Majnun. Oh, yeah. um, written by the poet about his... Um, he was driven to madness by an unattainable love. 
That was in so the seventh century. That's where you got the, the name Layla. Just yeah, it's all when you're going way back. Some of our older listeners, yeah, Derek might remember what, what century to say it was. <laughs> the seventh. Yeah, Derek could definitely remember that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, wonderful <laughs> tonight is about her as well. Is that about Patty as well, yeah? Yeah. Jesus. She must be some woman, babe. She all inspired them, a lot of right hand. those beautiful songs, eh? Yeah. Fucking class songs, though, a lot of them. Mad, no? But it turned out right, out all right for Eric anyway. She left George Harrison in uh, 74, I think, to get together with uh, Clapton. Yeah. And she was officially uh, divorced in 77 then. So I tell you, maybe she liked his song so much she goes, fuck it, I like to cut this fella's jib here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, about the Beatles anyway, they have uh, Hey Jude as well. Do you know, that was uh, about Julian then. Yeah. John Lennon's young fella. But uh, McCartney wrote that, but he changed it into Jude. He said it sounded more better, like, you know. Instead of, hey, Julian. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit odd, like, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, though, all the songs about people, like, you know. Unbelievable, yeah. Even there, Lola, do you know, Lola, the Kinks. Yeah. That's about a transvestite. Yes. Because the manager was uh, out dancing with this one. <laughs> he thought it was a one. I'll go it, tur- it turned out she was a transvestite called Candy Darling. Oh, Jesus. So the wise time was great crack. They wrote a song around it, didn't they? <laughs> but uh, you know, Lou Reed's walking the wild side then. Yeah. She gets mentioned in that as well, and he, she, whatever. Oh yeah, she took a bus journey. She shaved, shaved her legs on the way and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that it? one. Yeah, that's Candy there. Yeah. Mad, no. So that was another song inspired by the one person again. That's mad. Mad Ted. I suppose there's so many songs out the market that are inspired by nothing. They're just fucking written off the cuff, and that's it. Like, but um, it's interesting to see what songs are actually, actually about. You know. It's crazy, isn't it? You know the song uh, Killing Me Softly, Mark? I do, John. Yeah, it was written by um, a songwriter called Laurie Lieberman. Apparently she went to see Don McLean in concert. He sang a song called Empty Chairs. And Laurie Lieberman said that she was his voice and his style of singing and playing inspired her so much that she wrote a poem on the spot about it, about how she felt about it. Cheers. That's a fair reaction to a song now, like, isn't it? Fair play to she met up with her, her songwriting partner and wrote a song based on the poem. And the rest, as they say, is history. But it was made famous just a year later by Roberta Flack. She was on a plane and she heard the song. I never heard your other one. Laurie Anderson, is it? Laurie Lieberman, I think. Lieberman. No, never heard of her. Yeah. Did we not do that before in a, in a covers? John, I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I, I could be wrong. I was wrong once before. But I'm sure we did that before. But then, of course, the, the Fugees made it even more famous uh, when they recorded in 96. That right, was the John. only version I knew at the time. I remember that, yeah. Until that, that, that became big and then the, it turned out it was Roberta Flack, but I actually thought she had the original. No, I knew it was a cover. But yeah. I didn't know it was a cover of See? a cover. Tell you what I know. We definitely spoke about it. Yeah. I've there as well, John. Uh, Sweet Caroline, do you know, Neil Diamond? Oh, yeah. Good tune. Do you know who that's about now? What's someone called Caroline, I'm guessing. Well, obviously that, like, but so well, sometimes it's not. They change the name, don't they? They do, actually, yeah. Like Jules, or Julian That's to it, Jude. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, Neil Diamond was looking at the Time magazine, you know, the cover of it. Yeah. And there was this young girl on it, on a pony or something. And her name was Caroline Kennedy. Oh. It's uh, John F. Kennedy's daughter. Oh. So Neil Diamond was playing at Caroline Kennedy's 50th birthday and he revealed then that the song was about her. Nah, that. Isn't that, isn't that a good one now? Not a good one now. Or, or Mark. 
or he was invited to play for her birthday party and he just said oh I wrote that song about you actually by the way allegedly he could be a spoof for Mark is that allegedly is it allegedly you're covered and we can say whatever you want if you say allegedly yeah <laughs> <laughs> the Manic Street Preachers Mark he yeah. did a song called Kevin Carter remember that song Are you no. familiar with it no I wouldn't it was the, one of the last songs written entirely by the still missing in inverted commas guitarist Richie Edwards Richie, yeah. Yeah, Richie, God rest him probably, I don't know. They found his feet, is it? So they said anyway that time, <laughs> yeah. That was my feet, he said. <laughs> and it goes, no, no, there's someone else's. <laughs> so the song itself is about a photographer, I think he was South African. He won the Pulitzer Prize Award for uh, photos he took in uh, countries that had war and famine, you know. Yeah, yeah. He actually won the Pulitzer for his work in Sudan during the famine of '93. Yeah, I don't know, you might know his most famous photo, Mark. It's called The Vulture and the Little Girl. Are you familiar with that photo, no? I don't think so. don't know if I want to be. Yeah. It turns out it was a boy, but at the time it was called... It was it, it, it was featured in the, the Times in America, I think. That's how it became famous. It was called The Vulture and the Little Girl. It was actually a little boy who was kind of struggling to walk because of the famine. And it was collapsed on the ground, but you could just see in the distance behind it was just a vulture standing there waiting. Fucking hell. Harrowing. Yeah, that's, that's that's one of his main reasons for what happened after. But the child survived, got to camp. Don't know what happened after that, but the vulture didn't get him. But Kevin Carter took his own life four, four months later. Jesus Christ. He left He left a suicide note saying that he saw so much hunger and pain and sadness and just everything was so bad in life, he just couldn't take it anymore. I think he was young enough. He was only in his 30s, I think. It's actually a very good song, Mark. You should check it out. Fucking dark story. It is a dark story, yeah, but Jesus, it's a brilliant song. One of my favourites. I'm hoping you have something a bit more light-hearted, Mac. Uh, this is probably a bit dark as well. <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's Shine On You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Jesus, what a tune. Would you know what it is about? Or who it's, it's about? about uh, your man, isn't it? Your man, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, on. Sid Barrett, one of the original members. He kind of packed in after the first album. Uh, due to heavily ingesting uh, LSD and stuff. Okay, see, so a bad idea, legend. He went to be kind of off the rails, you know. So, yeah, the lads were recording their new album, and this is nineteen seventy four. No, about six years later, seven, six, six years later. And yeah, as they were going into the recording studio and say the reception area, sitting down, was this kind of fat, baldy old fella. Yeah, and it was Sid Barrett. They didn't even fucking recognise him. I could wait, are you they serious? Were, they were shocked. Shocked. So I kind of influenced that. And I wish you were here as on that album as well. Yeah, and, uh, Jesus, that's one that's up there, one of my favourites, Mark of all time. Well, they kind of say it's about him and they say well it's not kind of about him, but so Okay. Poor old Sid Barrett, huh? And in six years he changed that much like lost all his hair and fucking Yeah. He was like putting on gaining weight, he was after sh- shaving all his head and fucking that inspired that song was he into the drugs still at that stage he was I don't think so I think he was just fucked you know just fucked mental mental health it's after ruining many good men over the years Mark no? I say it has did you see you probably didn't see it there was a show starting RT last night Mark uh, Davy Fitz uh, toughest team I think it's called no, I didn't did you see it at all no see the advertising no. it's no. fucking brilliant um, right. I think he's got six or seven young lads from all over the country Young lads now without any hope, probably from broken homes and fucking 
There's loads of them. All they do, all day long is just. This sit, is the take darkest drugs. comedy podcast I've ever been on. <laughs> they sit and they take drugs and fucking that's all they do. Smoke fucking weed and take cocaine all day long and they've no hope. A lot of their friends die from drugs and all. But what Davey's trying to do is turn them around. Fair play, Davey. Trying to get their life back and. Yeah, but you'd be, you'd be very surprised, Dave, if you'd see him on fucking You're Not Mad into GA, but... I know of him, like, yeah. Yeah, you see him in interviews after matches, and he's like a fucking mad little fucker, you know, but... Yeah. He's, um... Geez, he's brilliant with the young lads. He took him off up to a retreat above in Wicklow, I think it was, up in the middle of the mountains in the woods. And he's getting to do all these exercises and stuff and talking to him, you know, and get him to talk about things. And um, their main goal is to climb to the, what's the base camp in Everest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is still fairly high, but obviously not climbing Everest, but to get him to there. Did they go to that Irish pub? <laughs> they might actually get in there, actually, yeah. But um, she's a great show, that. It's on for three or four weeks, I think. Last night was the first one. It's very good. Yes. That's how I led on to that. The young lads tech talking about drugs. So there's one here, John. In November 1972. Anything special about that date? Oh, fucking, what a month, Mark. What a year. One of the best years of all time. It wasn't the fact that I was born in 72, no? November no, 72? That's not what I've written down here, no. Sorry about that. Anyway. Well, <laughs> I'll just have to ask you to stop talking there, Mark, and go on to the next <laughs> one, please. You're So Vain by Carly Simon. Oh, yeah. That was released at around the time of your birth. Was it? Yeah. So, the big rumour about it that it's about Warren Beatty. Yeah. But over the years, Carly Simon has kind of uh, dropped hints that it's about, like, two other fellas as well like there's kind of like three fellas all mixed in with the song you know? yeah a mixture of all of them Mick Jagger is it well Mick Jagger actually did the backing vocals for it yeah uncredited yeah she's never revealed it only to this person who she did a, a kind of a what would you call it an auction and the highest bidder then she let them know who it was and good uh, way yeah so this fella there was one secret then is it he paid 10 grand and he, she told him like but he had to sign an agreement not to tell. So yeah. He got to find out. So the three grand. people. We don't the know. Three people w- Warren Beatty is definitely one anyway. And Mick Jagger. No. He's rumoured. He's rumoured, but he was just because he was on the backing vocals. Eh? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Warren Beatty thinks the whole song is about him and he keeps telling everyone that. Yeah, because that's because he's so vain, Mark, you know. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense now, doesn't it? And uh, another one then with along those kind of lines is toxic, you know, about Britney Spears. Yeah. But you know who that's written about? Probably an ex-boyfriend or a manager or something, isn't it? It's actually written by a woman called Cathy Dennis. She was big in the nineties and stuff. Oh, she's an English girl, I think she. She is. So she was going out with uh, Noel Fitzpatrick. You know the super vet. Was she? Yeah. Did you ever see the super vet? Yeah, yeah, I love that show. Yeah, the Irish lad. Yeah, yeah, very good. Well, apparently she wrote that song about him. That's the rumour, anyway. Cathy Dennis wrote it about Noel Fitzpatrick, the super bit. Yeah, and then she uh, she offered the song around then to, to Kylie Minogue and fucking all the people of the day, you know. And Britney fucking Spears took it up. serious. Yeah. Jesus. She's amazed, that Cathy Dennis one. She's look her up by all the songs she wrote. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's like your one from the fucking Four Non Blondes. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was her name again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Eddie. know I was going to be getting questions. <laughs> I didn't know I was a quiz. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what about what, what kind of money would songwriters make like that? Would, would she be worth absolute millions now oh, because she wore so many big hits or is there much money in it? No, no, the songwriting is where the money is. Yeah, but is there much in it? I mean, like. Well, I suppose it used to be before there was Spotify and all that. They make fuck all noise, I suppose. I suppose, yeah. 
If she's only making a percentage of the songs, she's not making a fucking whole pile on Spotify, is she? They make all the money in touring and gigs now. Oh no, they, they can't do that. Yeah, either, exactly. No. <laughs> no, exactly. Fucking hell. It's all fucked. Get on to there. She might sign up for the POP payment, maybe. Oh, yeah. Do they have that in England? Sign up for the pub. <laughs> I don't know. There's some kind of furlough or something over there, haven't they? Yeah. That's it, anyway. That's all very interesting. Thank you very much. Very interesting from you too, John. Thanks very much. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Hello, you're listening to Two-Tones Mixtape on the Jamcast. John. Mark. I got a call from Eddie there the other day, you know. Oh, yeah? He said, call around there for no coffee. Yeah. That was grand, you know. Call over anyway. Yeah, his wife opened the door, you know. Yeah. And she just pointed up the stairs. I was like, fuck, that's weird. I got to go up, I said. She goes, she just nodded. So went upstairs anyway. Very quiet, like, was it? Eddie, you there, kid? Then from the attic, I'm up here. Thought that was very strange, yeah. isn't it? Going up to people's attics, yeah. like. Strange, Mark. So this stereo thing was open, and I walked up, and there was Eddie sitting in the dark. He does that a lot, I said, does he? Fuck, it was Counting his money. Very strange. I just hope he was clothed. Couldn't see him. <laughs> he, he reached out and gave me this thing, you know. Okay. It was a cassette. Go on. And on it was written, two ton. The best of the 21st century so far. Fuck off. In the Eddie's attic? Yeah, weird, no? Fucking Is bizarre. Is he does go around to people's attics leaving fucking <laughs> mixtapes in them? I'd say he was in shock. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I said... That's uh, a strange one, no, Mark? I said, will I go away there or what? He goes, go. <laughs> so fuck whatever. I'm getting over oh, here. Anyway. That's very weird. So I got home anyway and I put it on. And this is what he written down for the first song. Weep for yourself, my man. Weep for yourself, my man. It's uh, the boys with the fucking banjos and that's the waistcoats. What's that called yeah. again? the Sons? That's it. I will wait. No. No. Oh, it's the other one, the fucking... Um... Jesus. Uh... No, I can't think. Give me a clue, lad. Think of a virtually challenged kind of a person. Virtually challenged or vertically? Vertically. What did I say? Virtually, <laughs> virtually challenged. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to think of him, so. Uh, virtually small. My apologies. S- small. Kind of, another, another word for small. Little. Yeah. Little men. There's a word in between then, an animal. Oh, little lion men. Hey. Mumford and Hey. We got the Indian. I got the band anyway, that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. 2009. Very good. Uh, this one, oh, you get this one, always. Easy enough. Oh, of course it is, yeah. The rob was easy back in the <laughs> Drinking in the morning sun. Drinking it's elbow in it. That's it. No, I can't think of the name of the song, Mark. Uh can't have any clues now. It's a weird title. Okay. Um Try and just give me the title, so you can't up? think of any clues, shall look. Nah, it's too, yeah, yeah. it's too hard. One day like this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck it, yeah. It's a good tune, Mark. Very good tune. They have some great songs elbow, haven't they? They do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I think we spoiled about them before. I think we did. Ready to start for the next one? Yeah, yeah, drive on. Like the legend of the phoenix. It ends with a beginning. Yeah. The legend of the phoenix. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know I'm on, Mark. I just can't think of the fucking... Oh. Like the legend of the phoenix. Oh, is that fucking your man with the big hat? 
He's guesting on it. Is it Pharrell Williams? Or, or featuring, yeah. The Bay of the Farrells. The Bay of the Farrells, yeah. He's gone too far. Oh, I'm up on night for the sun. Is that punk, is it? Correct. What's the name of the song? Is it up on night? No. <laughs> oh, look, lucky. Get lucky. Get lucky. That's the one. Jeez, I got your Vinci lad. Who did, boy? Who did? Ah, it's hard. Like, oh, fucking hell. It's worse than the leaving cert. <laughs> <laughs> so it might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Is that happy? It is. It's the again. boy of the Farrells again. That's him again. <laughs> <laughs> the boy of the Farrells. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were leading up to tell me the proper words of the song. That's why you stay silent there for a minute. I was thinking, is he telling me something here? <laughs> right, so lay where you're laying, don't make a sound. Lay where you're laying. No, that one definitely doesn't ring any ding dongs, Mark. All the young fellas, all the young youngsters were singing it back in the day. We were kind of going, fuck, it's a bit dodgy, like. Oh. Go on again, pass the words again? The chorus part, like. Yeah. Lay where you're Oh, lay. fucking. Don't I make have it. That's the. That's uh, Eddie's favourite band, that's uh, one of his favourites. So the Kings of Leon. Correct. And uh, as some of the kids were singing, my socks were on fire. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Very good. You're keeping it uh, censored, is it? Yeah, keeping it clean, like, yeah. I was like, you with your Velcro independence. My, my jocks are on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be on fire when they fucking tear them off. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go back in your shows, Mark, will you please? It's us swinging in the backyard. Are you? What about the song there, Mark? <laughs> Pull up in your fast car. Oh, that sounds fierce familiar. Swinging in the backyard. What do we enjoy of a, of a, a, a Saturday night there, the cowboys? What do we enjoy? Game, gaming, playing. Mm, go on, you're getting there. Go on, give me another clue, Mark. That's a bit vague. Uh, it's not really. Go on, give me another clue. So it's not, uh, that's a lady, not... a lady sings it. A lady. What's the Can words again? Swinging in the backyard, pull up in your fast car. Oh, fucking, I, I know, Mark. I just can't think. Give me another clue, Mark, will you? Um, right, Red Dead Redemption. What is that? It's a video game. If you had two of them. It's uh, La- Lana Del Rey. And if you had two of them. Video games. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Good clue, <laughs> Mark. Good stuff. <laughs> Got the on the end. I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. Yeah? No matter. So I'll toss you there, so. <laughs> <laughs> there are your next lyrics. I think I've had enough. I think I might get drunk, is it? I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. Ah, oh, fucking Mark. They're all ringing ding-dongs, like. All big hits of the fucking 21st century so far, kid. Of course they were. They're all so simple, like, aren't they? Ah, oh, give me a clue, will you? I fucking know it. I don't know. I can't think. Give me a clue. Uh, there's time mentioned in the title. There's three artists. Okay. There's three people singing on the one song. Yeah, one of them was out since the fucking 60s. Give me the words again, Mark. I think I've had enough. I might get a little drunk. I fucking know I can't think back I know the words I, I know it now when you say it but can you give me another clue or can, will you just uh, give me the answer of one of them was in the Beatles a long time ago oh it's Chapman Wilburys no 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 that wouldn't be their fucking age 21st ago. century should have had dead isn't it <laughs> oh fucking ah fucking Paul, Paul McCarthy was in it he was and Rihanna was it correct 
And, and the, the other fucking lunatic out who wants to be the president. What's his name again? No, Donald Trump wasn't on it. <laughs> Very good. Your man married to fucking the Kardashian fella. I can't think of his name. What's his name? Kanye West. Kanye. Can you think of it? And you know I, uh, the name of the song. I can't think. It's four or five seconds. Ah, that's the one. Fucking hell. I don't know why Paul McCartney's having it because you can't fucking hear him at all. What's he doing? Just playing the guitar or something, isn't he? I think that's all. Is that you can't really hear, even hear a guitar much in the fucking song. Ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say a good tune, but it's not really. It's fucking annoying. Like, it's just... stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just old old bastards, anyway. Well, yeah, but I suppose the original Paul McCartney would get himself involved in that kind of shit at all, you know? Yeah. Or the second fella. That's obviously the third fella, right? Yeah, it's obviously the third fella. Fucking hell. Now and then, I think of when we were together. Do you? Back stopping yeah. you. Fucking everyone's listening. Stopping <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Before Christmas, is it? Now and then, I think of when we were together. Big hit. Big hit. Massive hit, Mac. Yeah. Now and then, I think of when we were together. Go on, give me a fucking clue, will you? I think it's from Down Under in, in Austria. <laughs> Down Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, mate. I didn't think of when we were together. It's not one of the Minogues, is it? No, no. It's a male singing, but there's a female joins in near the end. Ah, that's not ringing any bells, Mark. Sorry, no. Go on, give me something else. If there was a person that you don't know anymore, they'd be? Uh, you don't know as in they're dead or they're alive and you just don't know them anymore? If there was somebody that you didn't know anymore, they'd be? A stranger? No. Uh, an outcast? Oh, Mark, I know it. Go to whistle, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Go on, you have it. Come on. Oh, somebody I used to know. Hey, hey. You know what your man's name is now? Uh, Nate something, is it now? Ah, it's a queer old name. Gautier. Oh, Gautier. Fuck, who would they sing it with? Pink or something, was it now? No, no, it's some Australian one. Not on oh, was it? Yeah, I know that song. I wouldn't be a big fan of it now, like, but I know it, yeah. That's all right. It's our last one, so... Oh, thank God. You have to get this, though. You have to get this. No pressure, no. Go on. No, no, none at all. When your legs don't work. Are you trying to piss me off here, Mark? Why? Do you know what? Yeah, that's, that's a foxy fucker, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I know the song. I can't think of it. I, I actually don't want to guess. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's fair enough. It's one of those fucking Sheeran songs anyway. What is it? Oh, yeah. Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. No, fucking hell, Mark. How could you do that to me? That's Eddie, fuckers. Eddie gave me the tape, like. Well, it's actually totally underwater, like. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. You alright? Uh, Wanna lay down? Yeah, you, you, I need to lay down after that, Mark. Especially <laughs> the fucking the final song. Thanks very much for that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Sheeran. <laughs> I, I, I didn't raise him at all, that's your brother. I, Mark, I understand. I'm not giving out you at all. I'm just a little bit upset. That's all. <laughs> I'll be fine. Alright, go, go on, lay down there. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. That was great crack. Thanks no for that. No matter, no matter, Go on. See you later. More next week. Bye now. More Bye. next week, so. So that's it, so Mark, for uh, episode four of season two. Yeah, funky. Yeah, funky, isn't it? Pretty good. We're nearly halfway there, right? Nearly halfway there, Mark, before we get a well deserved break again. It might be an extended break, might it? It may be. You'll see how things are going. Who knows? Yeah. I hope we don't get a couple of lads at work now giving out you. 
Gary and Sean, they'll be given out again, will they? Uh, they'll all be given out at all. They'll be given fair, fairest encouragement. Oh, no, given out that we're not uh, releasing enough enough episodes that if there's any gap at all, they'll be just dying to get us back into the rear holes, you know? Oh, I fuck it. I think uh, Derek is the worst. Derek is the worst, yeah. Jesus. He's, he's, he's looking at his watch, looking at you and everything, going, come on, what's going on? <laughs> We'll be literally after releasing an episode and Derek will be after listening and these are really enjoyed it. <laughs> when's That's the next brilliant. one? And then he'll be... When's the next one? For fuck's sake. Give us a chance. Derek, give us a chance, will you? Fucking hell. <laughs> As you can tell by the production, lads, it takes so long to put these um, episodes together. So it does take time. Just have to bear with us, all right? We're so professional. And we're so particular as well, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, and there's so much to fucking cut out uh, of it as well. There's so much minutes... <laughs> I cut out about 40 minutes and two to him last week with all the gaps when I was asking you the oh questions. Oh my God, my head was gone. <laughs> I couldn't think. I should release it in its entirety, Mark, just so people could actually experience it the way I did no, as well. It'd be a good one for people if they f- couldn't get to sleep, you know, they could listen to it. They could actually, yeah. putting them to sleep, it's a... That could be another idea for um, insomnia episodes. My, mindfulness. Is mindfulness, yeah. Beautiful, Mark. Good idea. I'll make a fortune off that now. Just cut out all the talk and so on, just have the, the blanks. Make a fortune. Ah, clean up, lad. Clean <laughs> up. Right, so lad, that's it for this week. Brilliant. We'll uh, talk to you again next week for episode five, halfway through. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this episode, lads, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye, All the best. Bye, bye. And Jan, Jan. Good luck, good Jan, luck, good luck. Uh, what, Mark? What, what could you possibly have to say now? What, what? Go on. I'll see you next week. Okay, see you next week, Mark. Love you. Bye, 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 bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite fun to you too, Mark. Bye, 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 bye. Buy your chips. Woo! <laughs> Delete the look at your one. There's only one there, sir. Huh? Woo! <laughs>